Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Sam Bissell Podcast on the Ambiguous Network. Right now, I'm going to be bringing you the latest and greatest going on around the world of Hollywood. I know it's really late in the night. I had a really, really long day, guys. I'm so sorry to be bringing you this really late into the night. But I'm going to be bringing you a lot of stuff and recapping things that happened today and yesterday as well that really occurred when I wasn't podcasting. So I'm going to be bringing you so much that went on in the world of Hollywood. There was a new Lighthouse trailer that happened. There's some cast announcements for the new Hawkeye series that's coming to Disney Plus. There's also a new reboot happening. But the first thing I want to get into, which was the big news of the day, which is something that I've been covering for months and months, is the streaming wars that's going on right now. And we all know that Disney Plus is coming out on November 17th. However, Apple has decided to strike first and strike first blood as they announced more details at their Apple event, which they always have an annual event in September announcing new gadgets and new gizmos that they're going to be rolling out in the coming months and the year or so with new iPhones, new iPads, and of course they wanted to discuss Apple TV Plus, and they announced a slew of things, including pricing and the release date. So to talk about first the release date, it is coming out on November 1st of this year few weeks before Disney Plus is set to debut their streaming service on November 17th right the the prices for Apple TV Plus is coming in at 4.99 a month 4.99 a month let that sink in just a little bit apparently according to reports it is going to be a family subscription that you can get up to $5 a month up to 6 members you can put on there also anyone that buys an Apple device before dirt when, when Apple TV Plus is now coming out, they will get a free year of service for the streaming service that is coming out. And it also, in the report, they're saying that Apple TV Plus is going to be releasing three episodes at the launch. So, for example, with the morning show that's coming out with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, that is going to have three episodes that come out on launch, and then. Every single other week, they're going to be putting out an episode per episode. So when it comes out November 1st, we'll get three episodes. And then every week, we're going to get a new episode. So again, it's kind of building up that talking point, that talking period, where people can be talking about this every single day leading up to a new episode instead of just binging it in one full stop. And then we go on Twitter or any other social media, and we find spoilers on it, and it kind of might turn people down from actually watching the show, kind of like what Stranger Things did this summer, where it was the talk of the town for most of July 4th weekend for about a week or so after July 4th, and then it kind of died down, and we didn't really hear anything after Stranger Things 3, really, so I think streaming services are going to be seeing that now, and looking at the shows, I just talked about the morning show, there's also a new trailer that came out for C with Jason Momoa, basically, it's about the, it's set in the future, and, and it's something basically where Everyone is blind and they can't see. However, Jason Momoan's character, his wife, has two babies, and they are gifted with the sight to see, and they are being hunted down by gang-like warriors who don't want to go back to that way, who want to kill them, so everyone goes on with living in blindness. And so that was one that came out today. Another one that's coming out on launch is Dickinson with Haley Steinfeld. So those are the three shows that are going to be debuting on Apple TV Plus, along with a few others as well. But what's really interesting about this is the fact that Apple TV Plus has kind of given the indication that if you want to 
go to war for streaming for the streaming services for people's attention then apple tv is coming to play and even though they don't have the ip that disney plus has they want you to know that we have the stars and the potential shows to really really drive home incredible content for everyone to listen to and to see and to experience on their screens whether it be on an iphone an ipad tv computer you're able to watch it wherever you go and there was an entertainment weekly article that came out today with about the morning show and how they put it on they trusted apple to go with this show and how they revamped it and to include with what's going on with times up and me too and it starts jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon who are getting about a million or so per episode for this tv show it also stars steve carell and this is one that I think they're really going to be driving home because of the one, two star power punch, along with three star power punch of Aniston Witherspoon and Steve Carell. They're dynamite as actors. Of course, you look at what Jennifer Aniston has done. She's a superstar, along with Reese Witherspoon, who just had Pretty Little Lies. Or Big Little Lies, excuse me, not Pretty Little Lies. I'm thinking Pretty Little Liars. It's Big Little Lies that Reese Witherspoon just had the second season of. So there's a lot of stuff for Apple TV Plus to really be debuting. Now, it might not be the sexy appeal as Disney Plus, which they have the Star Wars, the Marvel, the Pixar, the Disney animation, the library that people know and love for when they were kids and what they have out now with the MCU and what they're putting out with Star Wars, with the Mandalorian coming out, that it's taking place in the M and excuse me, not in the MCU, but in the Star Wars universe, something that we haven't seen yet, a live-action Star Wars TV show. But I think with Apple TV Plus, it seems like they could be on their way of maybe maybe potentially offering something different. And I think with between Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus coming out a few days later, and also the pricing for Disney Plus is going to be increased just by a little bit, $7.99 a month. While not too bad as well, but compared to what Netflix has of $12 a month for their subscription service. It's still something where, again, they have the IP, but Apple TV Plus is going to try to have the cachet of, of original content. And I think for them, they're they're going to try to broaden that a little bit more. They've been trying to get some movies on their slate as well. They have an Encheering documentary coming out. They have another documentary about dads from Bryce Dallas Howard that premiered at TIFF. So they have a few things that they think up their sleeve can really bolster their streaming service. And it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Apple TV Plus is coming out striking first blood with their streaming service coming out on November 1st. They want to be the ones to say, look, we're going to be the new ones to come out with something and strike first in this streaming wars error that we're in right now. And I think it's just so fascinating with Disney Plus coming out next. And then, of course, we have NBC coming out with their streaming service. And then we have HBO Max that's coming out as well. That's Warner Media streaming service. So all this is starting to roll out. And it's really just been building up for so long that we're finally going to get it all coming to us on in November. And HBO Max is having a beta testing this fall before releasing in the springtime. So this is all coming to us like lightning. And I think for Apple TV+, Plus, it was a big indicator that they're really coming to play and that with their prices down and coming out first, they're basically saying to Disney Plus that, look, we're going to be unveiling our stuff first. Let's see if you match that. And, of course, Disney Plus having the IP they have, they're going to be able to match it. It's just about are people going to want to choose Apple TV Plus or are they going to want to do Disney Plus 
or are they going to try to do both, maybe split up the costs and differences? Because with Disney+, Plus, what's also interesting is what Netflix does in terms of them actually being able for people to kind of jump sub- subscribers and jump accounts. Disney's not going to allow that. Disney wants people to buy their streaming service, and every single person has to buy it. And apparently, they're going to know that if you're logging onto somebody else's account, you will not be able to log on in there. I don't know how that's going to work, but apparently they have a way of actually doing that, which I think that'll be interesting to see if people actually are able to catch on to that or not. And then also it comes to into account for Netflix where I don't think – I think they're going to take a little bit of a dive, but I don't think they're going to take a huge dive where – they're going to go bankrupt or something like that. Netflix will be around for years and years to come and will be the the godfather to all this streaming, the, the streaming era that we're in right now for television and movies. And I think for them, they're starting to stack up on showrunners and creators like Orion Murphy, like a Shahanda Rhimes. They just announced Patty Jenkins to come on as a showrunner and a creator onto Netflix to do her shows as well. Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy's coming out with a show this fall that's coming out. I think it's called The Politician. It's with Ben Platt. Gwyneth Paltrow has a star-studded cast. So Netflix is starting to get into that area of wanting to be more of a creator surface where they can draw you into who's who's making these shows and the same thing goes for apple tv plus whereas disney plus is also all about the ip and the same thing is going to go for warner media and the same thing is going to go for nbc universal which is taking away friends and the office specifically the office because that premiered on abc on, on nbc that they will be able to do what they want to do with their streaming service. And I think that's going to be a huge dive for Netflix because their two top shows that aren't originals that people always come on to watch are Friends and The Office, which both of those shows are going to be taken off of Netflix. Friends is happening this year and then The Office happening next year. So for Netflix, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They're going to start pumping out original content, which they're already doing more of. And I think we're going to see that a lot more happen, especially in 2020, when all of these streaming services, or most of them, are finally available for us to experience whichever ones we choose. We've been Again, we've been building to this moment that's going to happen in November. It's going to be a big month for that, for the streaming services. And I think for what's to come with the streaming service, the build-up, the anticipation. It's all finally going to come to a head in November, and I cannot wait to see the shows that we're going to get, the content, because even though for all the prices, no matter what, it's just a great avenue for people to see all these different shows, for creators to get this kind of line of work, for creators to get this avenue that they can really create what they want with their ideas and not really be given a lot of restraints and that they can kind of go free and go crazy with what they want to do, I think is incredible. And when you read that article that's on Entertainment Weekly about The Morning Show and how they wanted to do this and that when they asked Reese and Jennifer Aniston to do this, that they didn't, they didn't weren't sure about it at first, but then they talked to Apple, and Apple was interested, and they were interested in Apple, and it all was just kind of a perfect storm brewing together. And I can't wait to see the critic reviews for a lot of these movies. Will they all pan out? Probably not, but I think majority of them will. I think turn out to be huge successes. And everyone's looking for that big event TV show. Now that Game of Thrones is ending, is that something on HBO that can do that? Is it on Disney Plus? Is it on HBO Max? Is it on just regular HBO, like I said before? Is it on Apple TV Plus? Is it C? Is it the morning show? Is it something else? I think people are looking for that next big thing that is to come around for TV, kind of like how Avengers Endgame and Star Wars are some of the big experiences to come out in movies, TV is 
reeling from what Game of Thrones just ended with and starting to hopefully look for something else that can take up that spot that was occupied by GOT for so many years since really 2010, 2011. So the streaming services are on, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. Guys, what do you think? Are you interested in Apple TV Plus? Are you interested in all the details that were given? Let me know down in the comment section and leave your thoughts. Next thing I want to talk about is a new trailer that came out for The Lighthouse. It's directed by Robert Eggers, who directed The Witch. The cast is Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe. And I remember seeing the teaser trailer for this one. And basically what it's about is about these two people that are stationed at a lighthouse for days and weeks and basically you just see the progression of them just losing their mind and just psychologically just going crazy and I love that and look and watching the first teaser I loved how it felt like an old-time movie like something you would see in the 30s even the 40s 50s old Hollywood that I just never thought I'd actually see on the theater and I remember when I saw specifically when I remember seeing Ready or Not and that trailer played before the movie and it just seeing it in the theater was just insane and crazy and everything that I could want in a movie that I that I never really got to see before in the theaters. And to see what Robert Eggers does with this, what he did with The Witch, it was a different kind of horror movie. He's somebody that Robin Pattinson has said in a Variety article that he's just somebody who does crazy stuff and just that whatever craziness that Robert Eggers had next. Robert Pattinson wanted to be a part of it. And seeing this, the, the old-fashioned cinema feeling of this, it's getting a lot of awards buzz at the festival circuits right now, especially for Defoe and Pattinson. I cannot wait to see this movie. I'm definitely going to be seeing it probably opening weekend. I don't know about opening night. We'll see what's coming out that weekend. But definitely opening week, I'm going to be seeing that movie when it comes out. Lighthouse, I'm really excited for it. Guys, what do you think? Are you excited for The Lighthouse? I think this is something that could definitely get, again, awards consideration for its cast. I think Pattinson is on the rise with everything with Batman. I think this is one to watch out for him, especially with Defoe as well. Let me know down below in your comment section and leave your thoughts. Now going back over to the TV side a little bit, mixing in with some movies as well, I want to talk about the Disney Plus streaming service, and specifically I want to talk about the MCU shows. Specifically about the MCU shows, I want to talk about the Hawkeye series that's coming to the service, starring Jeremy Renner coming back into the role at San Diego Comic-Con when Kevin Feige announced the Disney Plus MCU shows will be a part of Phase 4 and will be integrating themselves into the TV shows, into the movies, and that specifically the WandaVision TV show with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany will connect into the Doctor Strange movie, into the Multiverse of Madness, and that Elizabeth Olsen will be in the Doctor Strange movie. So there's, it seems like Marvel Studios is trying to weave its way with the TV shows and movies to really bring more interconnectivity into the MCU than really already has been with all the movies weaving to tell one whole narrative that culminated this year with Avengers Endgame. And so when Hawkeye was announced, it basically it seems like the, the line's going to be that Hawkeye is going to be passing the mantle of, of Hawkeye, whose name is Clint Barton, to Kate Bishop. And reports have been coming out, specifically from Variety, that Haley Steinfeld might be up for the role of Kate Bishop. She's in talks with the studio right now to play that role. Thinking about Haley Steinfeld, it's no surprise to me. I knew whenever I see a new up-and-coming rising star, 
I immediately think that they're probably one day going to be in the DCEU, the MCU, Star Wars, something re related to big franchises. And I remember when Haley Steinfeld came onto the screen with True Grit, she was incredible in that role. And then I thought she got her big blockbuster role with Pitch Perfect, specifically the second and third one. And now it seems like she's getting another big break. She had Bumblebee that came out last year, which I thought she was amazing in. She really was the heart and soul of that movie, along with Bumblebee. And I think for her to get this role, it's a no-brainer for me. She's an incredible actress who really, I think, can bring some range and can really pit herself against Jeremy Renner, who's an incredible actor. And I think talking again about weaving in the MCU and its TV shows and movies, I think when you get somebody like Haley Seinfeld, who really is a TV star, not excuse me, not a TV star, a movie star, and getting her to do this, I definitely think that we're, it's going to connect to the movies and that she's going to leap into the movies and then maybe go back to do maybe a, a second season of the show or maybe it'll lead to a movie of hers as well. So I definitely think we're getting leading to something else that's coming in the next few years. Could it be a Young Avengers where we're getting mantles with with the Falcon becoming Captain America? We're getting things such as maybe it leads to something with Ant-Man with with Scott Lang's daughter becoming Ant-Man at some point or the Wasp. We also now have with Kate Bishop, we might be seeing a different Avengers saga happen and I think that's what Kevin Feige has been alluding to where it's going to be different it's going to be something we haven't seen before and doing a young avengers type of movie if it happens down the line if that's what we get i wouldn't be surprised with casting people like a Haley steinfeld because you definitely want to hang on to an acting talent like that that you know you don't want to lose right away and it's not just for a one-off in a tv show you're going to want to use her down the line so i'm really excited to see what she does with this TV show to see her again acting alongside Jeremy Renner. It's going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to see what the actual plot is of this show. We know, again, it's going to be a passing of the torch, most likely. But also, Kevin Feige said that we're probably going to get more stuff with uh, with Clem Barton's time as, as Ronan when it was during those five years between Avengers Endgame. So I'm really excited to see this TV show really play out and also see more of Renner as Hawkeye because even though I feel like over the last few movies, specifically Age of Ultron, we got to know more of him and specifically with Avengers Endgame as well, we got to know Clint Barton a little bit more and I think getting a six to eight episode order of this show, we get to really dive into him, kind of like what they're doing with Black Widow to an extent, even though that's a prequel, and then we're getting more of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier who are supporting roles in the Captain America movies, and we're finally going to get really, again, a six to eight episode plot with them where we get to really tap into who they are as characters and learn and progress with them as really the new mantles in the MCU with a lot of the past actors retiring and moving on to other things they want to do in their career so Haley Steinfeld is just a piece of that I'm really excited are you guys excited for the new Hawkeye show let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts and finally guys the last thing I want to talk about is a new reboot that's happening specifically with the new face-off film that is potentially happening with this reboot the Nicolas Cage John Travolta led film that came out years and years ago I remember watching it when I was in my early teens, when Netflix was really just a straight to, it was a distribution site really where basically the DVDs came to your home. My dad put in a big whole slot of cues and he put in a lot of movies and one of them was Face Off. And I remember watching it and I love Nick Cage and I love John Tavolta and seeing them in an action thriller cat and mouse game like that movie 
it was awesome to see. It's bonkers, balls to the walls, action. And even though the plot's crazy, the acting in it is superb. They know exactly the tones they want to hit, specifically Nick Cage and John Travolta. And I thought it was an incredible film for the time period. And it still holds up to this day. It's nothing that, it's cheesy. And I felt like even at the time when it came out, it definitely was the, the same cheesy factor. And, and it holds up to this day, and I absolutely love it. And whenever it comes on TV, I can watch it. So hearing that they're doing a reboot of Face Off, I think if you're able to incorporate action tropes of the era that we're in now and add a new twist to it, I think it could be a similar kind of great time at the movies. You're just going to have to switch it up the plot a little bit, but keep that same core intact where you really swap personalities, you swap faces and identities. I think it could really be something really cool, but I don't know if they'll be able to kind of pull off what the first one, what, what the first film did in that it, it just was something at its time where you just can enjoy it for the cheesiness that it is. And I don't know if they'll hold on that same cheesy factor if they can. I don't know if they'll make it more of a serious go-around. I don't know. But hopefully maybe we get a cameo or so from Nick Cage or John Travolta. But they haven't announced who's going to be in it, who's directing. They have a few writers that are penning scripts right now. But it's in the initial process of release or going through the initial process of development right now. And so it's something that I think people are going to be excited about. I think I'm excited about it. I hope other people are excited about it because I think this is something that could really use an updated version. And I know we're in a in an era of reboots or whatnot that we want more original content, and we do, but I think if we're able to create original, make something new that's original in a way as well, I think that can be original content in its own right while you still want the original content i think it's great to at the same time get new reboots of and, and a fresh idea in people's minds about something that's already been done but if, again if it's fresh and it's new i'm all for it but still i i think near and dear to my heart the original is something that i'll always hold on to with nick cage and John Zavolta. Guys, are you excited about this new face-off movie? Let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. And that's going to be it for this edition of the Samba Cell Podcast. Guys, I know, again, it's so late in the night. Thank you guys for listening to this, whether you listen to tonight or in the morning. I will be back tomorrow, Wednesday, to give you another edition of the Samba Cell Podcast. Excuse me. Be sure to check out my channel for more content. Also, you can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, and SoundCloud as well. And also, you can catch me on the Ambiguous Network. Make sure to catch a whole bunch of the great shows that they do over there as well. I just started out with the Ambiguous Network. We've been working on trying to get me onto there, and we finally did this week, and I'm officially joining them. So always make sure you follow them. Check them out on their website, ambiguousproduction.com. Also on Facebook and Twitter, at Real Ambiguous. Also, make sure to follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter, at Pascal Samuel. That's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L. And on Facebook, at Sam Thank you guys again so much, and until next time, keep on screening.